Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. This week, I chatted with Olivia Colpole, actress, model, and former Miss Universe. We talked about her life growing up in Rhode Island, the crisis that happens in your early 20s, and her must-have beauty products. What I loved most about her chat is how honest and real Olivia is, and I find it very refreshing. I know you will enjoy this episode greatly. Listen up. Hey, how's it going? It's Amy. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining our episode of Office Hours. Um, All right, what was it like growing up in Rhode Island? Rhode Island is so small. You know everybody that you grow up with or you're related to them some way, one way or the other. Like, you know their cousin, you know their mother, you went to college with their grand like your grandparents or each other. It's just like the smallest community ever. So it was one of those kind of places where like you can't go anywhere without seeing someone that you grew up with. Yeah. Very small town feel. But that's nice. I feel like, you know, living now in a big city where you never run into people that you know, it's kind of nice to like always run into people that you know. I think so too. I mean, I would definitely say that. I loved growing up in a small town and I think that it's part of what's kept me grounded even just today and and even going back there to me is so important because not only I love everybody there, but it really is the only thing in my life that I think really brings me back down to earth and everybody's always going to be the same and, and really always treat me the same and that's really comforting. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you were a child, did you always know that you wanted to be in pageants or kind of what was your dream as a child? I never knew I wanted to be in pageants. I grew up with, I grew up as a middle child of five. My parents both began their special careers as musicians and um, I played the cello from a very young age and all my brothers and sisters also played instruments. So growing up, there was a lot of music. I was always a fan camp. I was always in quartet or chamber music or chamber orchestra or all three orchestra and or private lessons and it was a big, big part of my upbringing and then when I got to college I really loved modeling and I was studying acting and communications there and at BU, right? I knew I wanted to start, yeah, at Boston University and I knew that, that somehow I wanted to get my foot at the door of entertainment and I looked at so many people's careers and and studied how they got their foot in the door. At the time, I was obsessed with Maria Menounos, and I still love all of these people so much, too. Uh, Maria Menounos, Juliana Rancic, Halle Berry, um, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, so many people I had dissected how they began their career, and a lot of them began in pageants, believe it or not, when they were really, really young. And that, for me, is the reason why I did Miss Rhode Island. It was totally on a whim. My parents were completely unsupportive. They thought it was ridiculous. Like, really? My mom, <laughs> they thought it was the worst idea ever. Like, That's so funny. My mom said, you're going to end up in the back of a, of a convertible waving in a parade. How can you do this? And, and she was upset <laughs> that I wasn't pursuing the cello. And there was just like a big crisis going on in the family of like, Olivia is turning into a, a crazy bimbo. Like, oh my like, God. I, I, all of these all these awful connotations that my parents unfortunately had towards passions in general and and even modeling, they just thought that the whole thing, they didn't quite understand it and they thought it was a bit narcissistic, which I can can understand that either way it didn't make my life much easier at the time. And anyway, I decided to do this Rhode Island. My parents were so unsupportive. I had no money, so I had to somehow fund myself into this pageant. It was only like, it was 
I think it was around, I can't remember what it was, but at the time it was an astronomical amount of money for me. I had no money. So, so how did you pull together? Well, I ended up, I ended up talking to my dad and, and borrowing a check for him. I remember it was for like $75 or something. And I was like, okay, dad, thanks so much. Like, I'm using it for blah, blah, blah. I didn't tell him what it was. And I ended up using it for the pageant. So I entered the pageant. Nobody knew about it. And then. Um, I began training and, and trying to get in, into shape and all these different things. And, and luckily, I had such a good community in Rhode Island. I had people that really believed in me, so they were offering me discounted rates and just really supporting me. And I owe a lot of my success to them, and I'm so really close to them. But they helped me get my gown, and they helped me get the right training. And I ended up renting a dress at the runway for $20. No way. The whole Miller dress. Yeah. This is the, the best thing ever. Sure. I know. It was too short and there was a hole in the back of it. So like it didn't even fit and it was pretty it was not in the best shape. Um and I ended up wearing that and I felt really beautiful in it and it really it ended up working. I mean there were girls around me that I knew spent thousands of dollars on their dress and hair and makeup and all these things. But I felt confident and I just knew that I was doing it to learn as much as I could and I never really planned on winning. I honestly was looking at this as an opportunity to grow and, and hopefully learn something, hopefully enhance stage presence, become better at public speaking, learn how to walk in heels, get in really good shape. I just wanted something to kind of keep me busy in college too because I had always been the girl that like didn't really like to go to the parties. I, I didn't want really want to, I, I loved my friends from home and it was kind of difficult for me to branch out and like make these friends and I, and I really wanted to all these dreams and goals that I really wanted to achieve. So I was putting all my eggs into this one basket, but at the same time, I was like, no, it doesn't matter if I win or lose. But I ended up winning Miss Rhode Island, and then the next thing was Miss USA, and then the next thing after that was Miss Universe, and that was all within two years that I won Miss USA, Miss Universe, and I went from being a Boston University college kid to being Miss Universe within two years, and it was it's crazy. Completely night and day, something I wouldn't have expected, and it definitely helped launch my career. I'm sure you never imagined that when you started freshman year at BU, that, like, that's how things would unfold. I know. I never would have. I, I always had my, I always had goals, and I remember even in, in, in Boston, I was modeling, and I was also acting. I was in the movie Ted at the time, and I, I was slowly trying to do whatever I could to get myself some some opportunities, some, some right that foot in the right direction, like any door that could open, I, I was knocking on. And I felt like I kind of capped out in Boston. I was already going out for all of the auditions, for, for acting. I was going out for all of the modeling auditions. And I, and I really had this itch to get out. And, and for me, I felt like the passion system kind of got me lost. And it took me out of my college world. And it kept focused on my goals and yeah. I remember every day I would just journal and write down all the things that I really wanted to achieve and like different ways to get there and I think that Miss Rhode Island not only distracted me but it also inspired me to become a better version of myself and I never really like I said before it wasn't really ever about winning it was just about growing as a person and hopefully becoming better suited for something in the future, which it all ended up working out. Yeah. It didn't exactly work out as I planned, though. I definitely, I definitely did not plan on winning all three of them in a row. 
Well, I mean, that's, I feel like, just totally wild and such an insane story. But you know what's interesting is that you grew up with a family that was really into music. And I think that when you have that as a child, you start to learn discipline, which is such a good skill to learn, like the discipline to practice an instrument. And kind of everything you just explained to me is all about discipline, right? And like pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself. And that's like such an amazing skill to have and perfect and like it, it really is something that I, I think all college students should learn like how to have discipline and not take no for an answer and just keep pushing 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 and and it, that's really just impressive thank you yeah I think I think that definitely has something to do with it I, and I'm at the time when my parents were making me go to band camp every summer and like I'm telling you hours and hours and hours of practicing and orchestra and, and everything I I really was so unhappy and I was the middle child that felt like I didn't get any attention that my parents were trying to just like shit me off but looking back on it I'm so grateful for it because not only do I have that out now it's like it's creative out I can play the cello whenever I want but also it definitely did teach me discipline and and so many things that I never that I never even thought of to teach me even just being around people who are so unbelievably talented and 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 disciplined in their own in their own thing and, and these people are like we're literally sometimes at, like prodigies, for example. Like you're just yeah. you're so inspired by them, and they encourage you to work harder. And that's something that my parents. I definitely owe a lot to my parents. And I also think that being in a big family and being the middle child has a lot to do it with it too, because it's kind of like you have to learn to be resilient and kind of like I think it's not always easy. You have to really, you really have to have to fight for your own way when you're in a big family and, and you're the middle and especially my siblings are so close in age like we're all within eight years of each other and there's five of us so there's a lot of overlapping and and kind of a lot of individuality that you have to develop on your own because your parents aren't really like always around my parents also both worked full-time so there was a lot of independence that I think I learned at a young age yeah, I get it. I'm one of four, so I totally get it. It's yeah. just a lot of kids all the time. So everything you're saying makes complete sense, but I do think it's great to have a lot of siblings because you learn how to share. I mean, there's just so many things you learn from it, but I completely can relate to the feeling of like needing to like push your way through all your siblings. I get that. Yeah. Okay, so let's fast forward to today. I mean, it's amazing where you've come from. Your win was in 2012. Um, you know, how has your life changed since that? My life has definitely changed a lot since then. It's so funny, like, I was actually just talking to someone before you, and they had no idea that I was, they're interviewing me for a show, and they had no idea that I was at River Miss Universe USA or Miss Universe, which really? is funny. Like, yeah, a lot of people don't really know that, and it's, it's more, I think, I think it's the people who are, have been following me for either a really long time or people who are from my hometown area that still remember me as that, but it is pretty interesting to see how, like, everything's kind of evolved from that, and since then, I've definitely been able to use the opportunities that I've had along the way in whatever way I can, and I look at Miss Universe Miss USA as that, like, it was the launching pad for me that I'm really grateful for, and um, right off the bat from Miss Universe, I remember one of the biggest things that I had was my role in The Other Woman with... Um, Kate Upton and Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann, directed by Cassavetes, Nick Cassavetes, and it ended up being such a great role, and I was 
so excited when I got it. And, and that also opened up a few doors in the entertainment world for me. And I've continued to act a little bit since then. Did you move out and to L.A. right after Miss Universe? I did. I moved out to L.A. pretty much right after Miss Universe. But I was in a really serious relationship then, so I wasn't working actually at all. And I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, am I going to get married? I, 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 was, I was, like, catering a fine line. Like, I just didn't really know what I ha- what my potential was. Like, I didn't know, am I going to be a pageant girl forever? Can I do what I want to do? What do I want to do? Am I pigeonholed in this box as a pageant girl? Am I going to get married? Like, it was a very, very, very confusing time for me. And I look at my little sister now, who is 21, and that was about the time for me that I was starting to decide all these things. It's like, I don't think that it matters if you're in college or if you're in, or if you're not in college, if you're pursuing whatever, when you're in your early 20s, it's so, 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 so hard. Like, 2021, 22 were the hardest years for me because I had no idea what I was supposed to do, and I felt so much pressure from myself and from what everyone else was doing and from what everyone else I thought they wanted me to do that, like, you just don't know what the right thing is. And I, I talk to my little sister about that all the time because I just, like, I remember how hard it was, and I, I just... It's I a, feel for that. No, it's, 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 so a, it's a lot of feeling like you're alone. And it's yeah. so, it is such a strange couple of years. But, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm 30. So I think when I look back at my early 20s, I'm like, oh my God, I stress so much. And like, it all works out. Like it all comes together. And obviously it's easier to say that on the other side. But I wish that all these college students, like your sister and so many of our students we speak to, would just, like, relax a little bit because you put so much pressure on yourself. And it's, like, okay if you don't know what you want to do. It's, like, totally fine. I know. It is okay, but when you're in it, you feel like it's the end of the world. Absolutely. And literally just you feel like, well, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I felt like I just wasn't enough, which I know sounds so which I know is probably sounding weird because, I mean, I won this universe follow-up, but, you know, it's like it really is confusing because you don't really, I, I don't know really what it is exactly, but it's almost like you don't know yourself enough to know what you want, so everything that you're doing, you don't know if it's right because you don't know what you want yet. It's like just like this rabbit hole in the circle, but I really just feel like that. I felt like I just wasn't, I felt like I didn't, I felt like I wasn't sure if I was doing it right. Yeah. And I just felt like I, I didn't know. And I feel like my little sister gets that too. It's like she doesn't know if she, what she's doing is the right thing or if she's doing it the right way or should she do this. It's just like there's so many options and so many people telling you what they think you should do as well. It's just really confusing and tough times. So right. I, I feel for that. Also, I think for a lot of students that we interact with, they're so programmed their whole life. They're in school. And then all of a sudden you finish school. And it's like there's no one telling you, like, like okay, now you're going to start the new semester. You're going to start a new class. It's like you have to create your own journey. And I think that a, a lot of anxiety and fear happens during that time because it's just like, okay, I don't have class anymore. Yeah. Like, what's the plan? What's the move? Exactly right. I know. And that's one of the things that I think I, I love being able to do for the people that follow me. And I'm so happy when you told me that um, – did a survey and everybody was excited for me to talk because I really hope that I really hope that I can some in some way within the next few years like branch out and be 
a better, be able to mentor younger girls a little better and have a better way of communicating with them. I know that I try to do as much as I can through Instagram, but I, I don't know, even if I started like a book club or something or maybe a website, but either way, I really connect with with girls, and I, and I feel that pain is so hard, and I think that we are all in it together, and we all struggle with the similar feelings, and to talk about it is, makes all the difference. Absolutely. Well, we'll support you if you go into that next venture, because that is definitely what we are all about. Now, you have so many projects that you're working on. What are you most passionate about? Um, I would have to say, at the moment, I am working on a few capsule collections, more like designing some campaigns with brands, but I'm also, on top of being the campaign girl and modeling for them, I'm able to have my hand in designing and curating looks, and I'm coming up with a line pretty soon that is pretty. There's going to be really exciting that I can't talk too much about yet. But awesome. just kind of having more of like a creative input on the work that I'm doing has been really fun and rewarding, and it's definitely still a lot to learn. Yeah. But um, being able to express myself like that is fun. Do you like the fashion or beauty space more? Oh my gosh, I love both so much. They're they're constantly changing. Um, they're, it's it's constantly changing. I mean, there are always new trends that I'm that I'm excited to try in both beauty and fashion. But currently, actually, I've been doing these um, Facebook lives of makeup, and I've just been doing other people's makeup or showing. You're so insanely good at. That. You are so good at makeup. It's really not fair. You're really, really good at really? it. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! Thanks. Well, I'll do your makeup. I'm trying to do the. I'm trying. You're to do so this good more. at it. I want to get more people on on my Facebook Live channel. I guess you call these days. I'm like trying to learn <laughs> all this stuff, but um, all I do is I set up my little tripod, I press play, and I just see someone's face. So I'm down. I'll probably do it next on like. I yeah, I'll seriously do it on anyone. I'm trying to get a few more like. I'm working on getting more makeup and more brushes because right now I've just been like kind of using the same things over and over again. And I know my, if you, if anybody listening to this has watched my tutorial for makeup, I know that they are all over the place, but they're going to get better. No, you're really good. I think, I think that is, that's super smart that you're evolving into that because our girls eat up beauty content. They absolutely love it. So there's obviously the demand for that. And I feel like someone like you who, I don't know, you just, in all of your images, your makeup's always amazing, so that makes complete sense to me. Are there any products or any tips that we should know that are secret that you do to keep your skin amazing or any beauty hacks? Oh, jeez, Lord. Well, I, I've currently been very, I love this uh, foundation by Cogendo. Um, that's my favorite foundation. I also love, for a more affordable, is the L'Oreal, oh gosh, what is it? It's like this little spongy palette. Um, what kind of product is yeah, it? Is it's it? the L'Oreal Lumi Cushion. You can get it at um, Walgreens. And the reason, or CVS, any drugstore, the reason why I love those two brands is because they're very dewy. So it doesn't leave your skin looking like too overly done. Yeah. And then another product that I really love is the Charlotte Tilbury Filmstar Bronson Glow Palette. But uh, something that I'm really going to work on for the Facebook Live, too, is just, like, finding more affordable options because I think that, yes, you can find a, a beautiful makeup that's very expensive, but I'm convinced you can also find the same thing from drugstore makeup. Yeah. So um, that's something that is also pretty important. Like, another staple for me is some sort of, like, a um, misting spray or, like, hydrating spray, and you can use 
but after you put on your foundation, you can set it with some sort of a misting spray for me, like Evian spray from, but absolutely, like, you can find anything that you need at a drugstore. Uh, and it, it does take, like, a little bit of finding what's right for you, but, but these days, there's really no rules. Another thing that I love from the drugstore is first beef tinted lip moisturizer. It's so good. Yeah. And it's, like, the perfect amount of coverage. That's something else I've been really, really into lately. Cool. We're going to write all those up. Well, thank you. This has been amazing, and it was so nice talking to you. And, you know, I think you're just such a great role model for all of our Gen Zers out there. So I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy that I got to talk to you guys, and hopefully um, we'll talk again soon and I can do your makeup. Yes, I would absolutely love that. Sounds like a plan. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Olivia, for joining us. And thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Be sure to rate and subscribe to Office Hours. We appreciate all the support.